That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, welcome back to the Buffalo Plus podcast. I'm Jenna Cottrell, joined by Mike Catalana. We are dissecting the Bills' 20-17 loss against the Jets on Sunday at MetLife. We're going to get into this game, what went wrong for the Bills, both offensively as well as defensively. Talk a, a little bit about what this means in the division. Uh, also the food, <laughs> the sideline moment of the game, as well as why Bills fans should be optimistic moving forward. So we're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff. But before we get started, please be sure to like, to comment, as well as rate this podcast. Uh, we always appreciate that. And you know what? We're gonna I'm going to add something else, Mike. I'm going to say tell a friend about the Buffalo Plus podcast because we so appreciate it. We have a lot of loyal fans, and we always love hearing from all of you. So thank you. All right, Mike, the Bills losing this one. They're now 6-2 and two on the season. They're 0-2 in the AFC East. First off, just let's talk Josh Allen's day. Uh, you know, he had those spectacular rushing touchdowns, but the passing offense just was off. Yeah, Josh is too good to play like that. Uh, there's a problem, and it started in the second half of that Green Bay game uh, when he made, you know, those uncharacteristic, dumb decisions. And this is two weeks in a row he's come in the press room, one off a win, now off a loss, where he's taken the heat himself, yeah. and he deserved it. And I still think he's the best player in the NFL who's had a lousy six quarters throwing the ball. He really has. In this game, there wasn't even the normal Josh great plays. He had the early throw to Diggs who was open. Mm -hmm. The rest of the time he was off. He was making up for it with his legs. You already mentioned that. But the decision-making and then the execution of it. Jenna, I, when I'm sitting there with Josh Allen and going, what was he thinking? Yeah. For like the fourth time now in six quarters, in big moments in this game too, didn't hurt him as much in the Green Bay game. Something's wrong. I'm oh. A little bit physical. I think there's something going on. They were looking at his elbow, yeah. his hand, maybe. But he's too good a quarterback to play like that. That's the thing, and, and especially when that game was the last drive of the, the, the of the game, and I'm like, all right, this is time where Josh just does Josh things. The Josh Allen experience. He had that ridiculous rushing touchdown uh, that put them up in the game. But at the same point, it just – you're right. It looked – it felt different. He had that underthrow, I think, to Stephon Diggs late in that game. It just – the timing was off with some of the other receivers as well. Gabe Davis didn't have a great game. Uh, you know, Isaiah McKenzie really wasn't involved. Khalil Shakir wasn't at all. But it worries me because it's 
gone now from one week it's stretched into another week now i'm not panicked like i want to set that precedent of like i'm not i'm not like oh my gosh stop the presses what's going on josh allen is broken no it's it's none of those things but when you talk about the health factor is his elbow physically affecting him that concerns me and then the mental aspect we've seen josh be so fantastic in so many moments but it's those bad 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 mistakes yeah. and the interceptions and well, let's start with the first one i mean the the opening drive of the game and it was like <laughs> what yeah that's that's the kind of play i expected zach wilson to make yeah and he threw it right to him and josh said now this is something i want you to reference because okay. you're watching people are watching on tv i'm watching from the press box way above the field so you really <laughs> can see everything you can yeah. see the whole field and it looked to me like he put it right in the defender's hands, which he did. Now, I guess fans know this, but sometimes when you're on the field, you can ex explain this better. Josh Allen doesn't always see the things the way we see it. Correct. With the perfect angle from up above. Like sometimes that player that looks to be wide open is covered by another guy. Like you can't see him. There's a defensive yeah. lineman in front of him. Josh said that the defender was behind the defensive lineman, I think he said. So he didn't see him. But, you know, when you're on the field, and even though Josh is 6'5", there's a lot of people can get in between you. I'm not making an excuse for him. I'm saying is when he says he didn't see the guy, I, I think he didn't see him, but it still was a terrible play. Yeah. It, so on the sidelines while I'm shooting the game, sometimes it is, it's just so different the way you see things because – First of all, yeah, those the players are enormous for the most part. And sometimes the vantage point of, like, it is hard. Like, that first interception, I did not see that coming. I really didn't because of where I was standing, where I was also on the other side of the field type of thing. So I do get it. And it's so funny. I think back to, like, when I played soccer. And when you were sitting on the sidelines and you're like, oh, oh, you should pass there. You should, you should do this. You should do that. And when you're in the moment, it just obviously looks so much different when you're actually out on the field. But that was one thing. I, like, I get it. And he said the second interception was just a brain fart. Mm. But that's where it's weird because it's like, hey, you kinda, you've kind of had a couple of those. Well. And, and it was, you know, where I was standing, I was in one of the end zones. The Bills were driving towards me. And it was like, how did he not see Sauce Gardner? And it felt like the ball, what did I tell you? It felt like the ball just hung in the air. And I'm like, as soon as he threw it, I was like, that is lunch meat. That is just hanging out there for someone to grab. Yeah. Um, he made a mistake on that first drive. The Bills used to be money on the first drive. I know. A touchdown yeah. all the time. They're moving right down the field. I'm like, man, this is going to be 7 nothing so <laughs> I fast. I thought the same thing. And then he does that. And so they had that mistake. Uh, this is a couple of games now that he's done that. He did it in, what was the other game? Was it Pittsburgh? Early. They scored a touchdown, and then he had another, they had another turnover. He's right? had quite a few picks this year. Yeah, and then, he, so he made a mistake deep in the Jets' territory. Yeah. Took points off the board. And then the second one to Sauce, now look, he and, he and uh, Gabe Davis, not on the same page. Gabe Davis did not have a good game. No. And he had one he should have caught. Actually, even the last pass, when you look at the replay, it could have been caught. Some people were looking for interference. I didn't think there was any chance they were going to get that. But the ball hit him in the hands, probably should have caught it or could have caught it. But he and Gabe on different pages is strange to me 
they've been together so much. They've been both practicing, and that didn't happen. And so I don't know what that was there. When he says brain fart, now he's never, ever going to call out one of his teammates. No. So I don't know whether Gabe went the way he's one way and he was yeah. supposed to go the other. But they gave the ball up after the defense had just taken it away. That was yeah. that was and like that is tough when your your defense has you know, the Jets were able to move the ball. You know, they have some nice pieces on offense. Garrett Wilson was Yeah, he's a good player. He is good. Um but to have them you know, give you the opportunity to kind of put the game in hand and then for you to just turn it over essentially immediately. Yeah. That that in terms of momentum and the crowd feeds off that oh, as yeah. well. And like, not, yeah, not only did the Bills not do anything with the ball, yeah. they gave it to the Jets in great field position and they end up scoring a touchdown. So it's like, right? That was, yeah. yeah, they end up scoring a touchdown and it's like, well, we can also go to that. They was they put the defense in a bad spot. Didn't mean the defense had to give up seven points. No, but they did. I was, I was alarm. No, alarm too strong. It is a trend of teams being able to run on the Bills, and we've talked about it. We've asked the players about it in years past because this is something that's kind of followed the Bills a little bit, and they said it really is like a gut punch to their manhood because it's like I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to out physical you essentially like I'm going to impose my will I'm going to run the ball you know I'm going to run the ball but I'm still going to be able to run it and that's something that like we're only in what what, what is this week nine we're going into now week 10 and what did Vaughn Miller say we all know it it's a copycat league and he's like yeah some of the stuff the Packers were able to do well uh, last week, the Jets were able to do kind of even better this week. So what's funny about that is you're making the right point about the way it was done. The Green Bay game was different. The Bills were in control, and it was almost kind of comical. Like, go ahead, Green Bay, keep running it because yeah. you're still down by three scores. Then they got it to two and, you know, whatever. This game was different. They started out at the four-yard line with the game tied. That is the moment where the number one defense in the league needs to shut him down. Needs to. We're talking about Zach Wilson. He threw some nice little short passes, but he's not the guy to beat you in that. He. You need somebody who can really make a play to drive down the field on you. And they didn't have that in Zach Wilson, yet they ran it, what, eight straight times? And the Bills knew it was coming. They weren't sitting there going, oh, when's Zach Wilson going to chuck it down the field? <laughs> it was handoff, run, and they pushed the Bills up and down the field. And that, not the Green Bay game. You could say that's an aberration. Yeah. They're running when they, they should throw. No, no. They were running it right down their throat, and they controlled the clock, used all that time up. Fortunately, the Bills made a couple plays deep yeah. to force the field goal, but it didn't make any difference because the offense couldn't do anything with it. I just I worry about and we've talked about this when you are the team like this was the Jets Super Bowl like it felt like that how much it meant this game at home the fans were super into it and you knew that this Jets team has been playing pretty well again I I didn't expect an outstanding stellar game I didn't expect Zach Wilson to beat the Jet or to beat this Bills team 
and he didn't. It, it was the guys around him and the playmakers around him that were able to help out the team do that. But being winless in the division, that to me is a red flag. Oh, no doubt. And the Miami game was a strange one. No matter what, you lost. Yeah. So I always talk about these games in hindsight, right? Because the Bills could go and play great, I don't know, the next three, four, five, six weeks. But you still have these two losses. They count more than the other losses. Yeah. They're conference games. They're division games. You got to do the division first. And they now have what? Uh, four games left in the mm-hmm. division? Mm-hmm. You got to win them all. Like, if you don't, I mean, I guess you could still go, you know, I mean, you could still go 15-2. and two. You could go 14-3, and three, and then maybe it's not going to matter. But right now the team doesn't feel like that. And so they, you got to start with winning the division. And you, you're allowing these teams. Like, Miami can score. Yeah. And their offense gave up a ton of points to Chicago yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, that was surprising. Yeah. But they can score. And the Jets play defense. Patriots play defense. Their offense stinks too. But right now, if they were playing the Patriots this week, you'd be concerned yes. because the Bills' offense is not their offense and the Patriots are going to run the ball. So when, when you're playing in these division games now, yeah, very like, – look, you lost to the Dolphins with everybody out, fine. You still could have won the game. Mm-hmm. You lost to the Jets when you had a 14-3 lead in the first half. And you did nothing offensively in the second half. So there's been some pretty brutal second halves, like yeah. the last couple of weeks. We were talking about this. Question for you, though: How much do you put this on Ken Dorsey, and and maybe there being some of those I don't want to say rookie mistakes, but a little bit of that. Look, a lot of being a coach in this league is making adjustments. Uh, yeah. And Stefan Diggs was talking about. And you guys know, listening, you know what cover two is, the two-deep zone. It's the Tampa Bay defense where you just you play deep. You're going to give up the underneath. You're not, not going to get, get beat over field, the top. Right, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And the Jets play a lot of man in the first half, Diggs told us. And then they, go, they, went, they went to a two. They went to cover two. And the Bills see that. They see it. Teams run it. But, again, if we want to talk about setting the formula for other teams, mm. cover two and run the ball – you know, that's kind of what you would do against the Bills. And I wonder sometimes if Josh is attempting still to get downfield, get it downfield, make a big play, and they don't always just take what's in front of them. And so in terms of Dorsey, like, look, he's a new coordinator. And Dable had issues last year too, but he had also had great games under his belt. Dorsey's had some great moments, but the offense has not looked Lethal. I would always say to you, this Bills offense you know, can be lethal when they're going with the passing game and digs is hard to stop and Gabe's going deep and all. Well, they looked very ordinary in mm. this game and looked ordinary of poor in the second half against Green Bay. And it's a trend now. That, to me, is also something that stands out. It's just I thought Diggs played pretty well, but the other receivers Nothing. and just, yeah. It was just, I was like, okay, let's see Gabe Davis get involved. And it was like, you know, he, he really didn't. Even Isaiah McKenzie, we really didn't see much from him. I mean, we talked about Khalil Shakir. Did he have a catch? I don't think no. he had a catch, no. I think at one point I looked, and I don't know if it changed. Uh, Gabe had the one catch. They had maybe the other wide receivers combined for maybe five catches in the game. And, that and it was is... for limited yardage. Yeah. So Diggs is Diggs. 
and he made a great catch on the last drive. It got taken away by yeah, the Dion holding call. Yeah, that was tough. Call. Yeah. Uh, that Did was you see the catch. replay? I have not seen the replay of that. Of the hold? I didn't see a replay of the hold. Okay. I saw a replay of Diggs. His feet were, it looked like his feet were touching. Yeah. But it never got to that point because the holding brought it back. That was a massive play in the game. Yeah. I mean, if that play that, counts, <laughs> yeah. the Bills are not only driving well towards field goal range, but they got a shot at a touchdown. Instead, you're first in 20. And then it Oof. all hell broke loose, and it was done. That game was just so gross. Like I just keep replaying it. And I'm like, it almost feels like a fever dream of like, how did how did the, like Obviously. how did this happen? And then how did that happen? Just just say it this way. I said this to you after the game. The Jets look like the better team, which is that ridiculous. hurts though. In that day, they look like the better team. Yeah. You tell me which team played better defense, Jets. You tell me which team took care of the football better, yeah. Jets. Tell me which team in the big moments came through. Jets. My God, wow. Zach Wilson was better throwing the ball than Josh Allen. That's crazy. And he did nothing. That feels Josh, that feels icky. It really does. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so this was there was there was nothing strange in this game. This wasn't New England where nobody could throw the ball. This wasn't Miami where it was a thousand degrees. This was just a game with great weather oh, on the yeah. road. I get it, but, like, come on. It's Josh Allen and this offense. They have to be better, and the defense put in big spots did not come through. Do you think it's a lack of preparation, a lack of energy, a lack of focus? What do you think it is? I, I, I'll say this offensively. I do think Josh Allen has to adjust a little bit. There are times you just got to take what they're giving you until you take what you want. And we used to say that all the time. What is it, take the cheese? Yeah, take it, take it, take it, and then go big. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't see that out of them. Just get the ball out of your hands. R play with some pace. Move the ball down the field. And I didn't see it. And there's there's reasons behind it. Uh, but honestly, they're pretty healthy on offense right now. Yeah. I mean, they. Spencer Brown's not playing. Yeah. But Wessonberry I got beat badly it looked like on that last drive yeah but and the offensive line d didn't have a great day but there were times when Josh had time and it just for one reason or another it didn't work yeah I mean I I think and, and Deion Dawkins talked after the game of how and Mitch Morris added like this is a look in the mirror type of moment and it definitely is and I think this team will rebound I have the confidence that they'll be able to do it but I think there are some glaring things to look at and how can you be more effective in the passing game which seems outrageous to say if you were to tell me after this game or before this game that I'd be saying like is everything with Josh Allen okay what's going on with the passing game I'd be like you're absolutely out of your mind yeah but just seeing the last what is it six quarters yeah and how things have gone it, it does it just seems off the run defense those types of things uh yeah I mean, that's life in the NFL, though, and we've, we've talked so much about how the expectations on this team are sky high. But right now, it just feels like, Mike, they, they're in a bit of a rut. Oh, they are. And this loss, I, I joked with you that uh, instead of being in the whatever of Jacksonville, not my <laughs> top NFL city, uh, we're in the swamps of Jersey. I'll yes. get another Bruce reference in there for you. Love that. And that made it. Oh, a oh, I got one. Bigger deal. Hopefully it's not the Bills' glory days. Uh -huh. I don't know. Did I do it right? Yeah, you, that's okay. I don't know. That was not bad. I, got, I know one Bruce I mean, they've been living stuff. in the land of hopes and dreams. and 
I, I'm out. I don't okay. know. Sorry. <laughs> I have seen Bruce Springsteen in concert. It was a phenomenal concert. But yeah, I've seen him a lot. Yeah. Anyhow, so in Jersey, what the reason I was going to say is in Jacksonville, it was a mess. The whole thing was a mess. They ended up losing the game. And, yeah, that was a costly game. This is worse at the moment. It's a division game. So look at the division. Bills are 6-2, and two, right? Yeah. The Jets and the <sighs> Dolphins are both 6-3 and three and both have a win against the Bills. Oh. And the Patriots, the stinking Patriots, are 5-4. and four. So Is the AFC East the best division? I would say right now, it's certainly, it's funny how the AFC East and the NFC East both have very good records. Washington choked that game away today. Otherwise, the NFC East would all be over 500, but the AFC East is. And honestly, if the Jets get quarterback play, and they're going to need more than what they got today, and that's for maybe another day, mm-hmm. that they've got talent on that defense. They got guys who get after it. Sauce can play. He can. Reed can play. He can. Quinn Williams is a beast. And I really like Ed Oliver. That's what they want Ed Oliver to be. Yeah. And right now he's not that. He's a good player. But that's a, that is a game-breaker, disruptive player. And he wasn't even that great today, but he made plays, and they had to double him at times because he'll just wreck your game. So, yeah, it's still going to come down to a quarterback and all that where they go long-term. But, by the way, I was thinking this real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I don't follow – I mean, I follow the Jets as much as when they play the Bills and they've been irrelevant in the division for a while. That has to be one of their biggest wins in the last – probably since Rex was coaching. I, I literally said it was like their Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, think about it. They're 6-3. and three. That is a massive win for them. Yeah. They absolutely could be a playoff team. No <laughs> question. And right now they think they can win the division. Yeah. And what are you going to tell them? No, they just beat the Bills. So I don't think they're going to, but no. I also didn't think they were going to win in this game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It was so funny to see the fans. How The fans were, I mean, look, they've been tortured for a little while just being a Jets fan, but how pumped up they were in this game. I got to give it to them. Like, like, they were very loud, and it was funny because – right at the end of the third quarter right as the fourth quarter was starting like so many fans you could hear them just be like they were putting their fours up in the crowd and they were like laughing and like so excited I'm like oh my gosh they're only up by a field goal but it felt like to them and to have a win like that on their record I mean Robert Salas if you look in the end zones you'll see like the like the Bills had trust the process all that stuff the Jets have all gas, no break, which I think is so stupid. But this team and this culture, like, they are absolutely building something. They are. And, it, and it's still going to be, again, they got to figure out the quarterback thing and how good he can be. But Correct. But they you can look play at their defense. Yeah. And they, they seem to believe in the coaching staff outside of, uh, oh, what's his name, the wide receiver, drawing a blank, um, who's not happy with oh, his playing okay, time. Oh, yeah. Um, by the way, Mims dropped a couple of balls today that yeah. would have helped Zach Wilson a little bit. Yeah. Um, he did have Garrett the one, Wilson though. I thought... stud. Garrett Wilson he... can play. Yes. I Whether talked to him Dane in Las Jackson. Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In Las Vegas, we talked to him uh, at the draft. And, you you know, I knew the yeah. Bills might be interested in a wide receiver. And we didn't know if they would make that a first-round pick. Like, that was a lot yeah. of the talk. And he, he was gone. But, man, that kid can play. He can really play. So, yeah, Kair, between Kair Elam and Dane Jackson and 
Christian Benford obviously got in for a little bit, but yeah, it just felt like every time they needed a big play, Garrett Wilson was there. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's impressive to see that, but yeah, uh, this team is clearly trending in the right direction um, in terms of the Jets and again, the Bills. What do you think is the biggest thing that they need to clean up heading into this next week? Um, I said last week, I'm not worried about Josh Allen. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to overstate it and be like, oh, he's whatever. But come on, we're talking about a guy who was was the favorite for MVP. And these are the kind of games that knock you down. And it's, it, it's hard to get it back in the other direction. Not that he can't, but like you, you, your MVP, you can't have games like this. I yeah. Mean, you can have a game, but this one hurts in that way. It certainly hurts that narrative. Not that he's playing for MVP, but you know what I mean, that guy. Yeah. I want to see Josh be Josh. He doesn't have to be spectacular in every game. He's got to be a little better. It's the decision-making. The He's talking about these, you know, brain farts and the, the bad taste in his mouth and all this kind of stuff. It seems a little more self-inflicted. Yeah. And, and that, I do want to see that. And honestly... And we're going to talk about this. It'll help to get some guys back on the field, too. There's Correct. no question. Yeah. But, come on, they still have enough talent out there to beat the Jets today, up 14-3 in the second quarter. Maybe he's just holding it a little too close. Like, he's forcing it because yeah. he ha- didn't have the great second half last week, and then things have kind of, you know, snowballed from there. Yep. But, yeah, I, I agree. It's just – and look, we, we know the, the caliber of player that Josh Allen is, and there's confidence in that. But, yeah, I, I definitely can understand why it's like, okay, you know, you, you've made some mistakes. The self-inflicted part, to me, is what stands out. And then you learn from that and you grow. And the same, like, with Ken Dorsey and some of the play calling, some yeah. of those things getting guys, you know, into the system. and you know, Yeah, let's, let's see him come up with some more things for Gabe Davis to get him going. Yeah. Let's see – some more creativity with McKenzie, who does have that speed. Let's see them work Naheem Hines into the offense. I know he'd only been there for a little while. It's funny, we were talking to Sal Palantonio yeah. before the game, and he was asking us about Hines. And I said, I think they're going to have a role for him in this game. Maybe limited, but there should be a package. I, 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 he's a veteran. He's been around. I would yeah. have liked to have seen a little package of plays for him. I was surprised. I know they still like James Cook. I'm not telling you you can't have him on the field. But it would have been nice to see – get the ball in Heinz's hands. He can make a play for you, I was, and that never happened. I was very surprised how much James Cook had the ball, just yeah. considering I, I feel like Heinz has a similar – could be a similar role-type player. And, yeah, I, I mean, that's not to say he won't have more of a presence, obviously, this upcoming week and beyond. But I, I just – you're right. He's a veteran guy. I kind of figured that that would be more the play. You have a, you have a series of plays for him. It's the Heinz. You put him out there when you're going to – five plays that he knows. Yeah. And perfect. I want to see the wheel route, Jenna. I want the wheel <laughs> route. I want him running down the sidelines. Right. And he threw one. Did he throw one to Singletary or Cook down the sidelines? A, a deeper ball. I believe it was incomplete. So. I think he basically threw it out of bounds. But I want to see Hines doing that. I mean, he was very solid on the, in, you know, a yeah. couple decent returns. He catches the ball. That's great. We know he's going to do that. But I'm saying is this is what you can do. And by the way. Bean talked heavily about OBJ. This is going to just light that fire a little bit more. Yeah. To get another weapon on the field, another guy who can make plays. Because we all like Gabe Davis. 
He's got to make plays, and he didn't make any. I question if he's healthy because it just felt very off. Yeah. The consistency has been a, a question. Well, he wasn't on the injury list this week. No, you're right. And, he, you know, we haven't seen anything. Sometimes that happens, but. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just it just felt off. Um, all right, speaking of injuries, in, in terms of being optimistic, we saw some of the players out there pregame warming yeah. up, one of which, Tredavious White. Um he seems to be getting even closer to getting back out onto the field. I wasn't shocked that he was inactive uh, against the Jets for this game just because <laughs> I didn't think that Bills would need him. Yeah. Um, and I know the long-term plan is to have patience and get him back out there and get him up to speed when he is ready and they trust in that and all those things. But it seems like we are getting even closer to him being back. I know. It's a slow trend. But it's still less than a year since he had the surgery, since he had the injury. Yeah. You know, and that's coming up at Thanksgiving. And you have to wait after you have that injury a little bit to Before get surgery. surgery. Yeah. So he went through a lot. Uh, it was a lot because he's never been hurt before. Yeah. So it's his first major rehab. And I talked to a few people today. I got a sense that it's very close, maybe next week. And then it was interesting just to hear Von Miller say in the postgame, he said, we'll get Trey White back. Like, he mentioned Trey. Yeah. I think almost like they know it's coming next week. Maybe I'm wrong. That's just me totally reading into it. But he actually mentioned Trey in that way. And I thought, all right, let's get him out there. And how about you get Poyer back on the field? Milano. Yeah. You said that today. They miss him out there. Mm, they did. You get him out there, and... They certainly did. He makes plays. He just does. Poyer and Milano are two playmakers. I mean, you do Absolutely. feel like one of them would have made a play. Didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so, hey, what Jordan Phillips say to us? You're not ready? Like, teams will, teams will get you. And yeah. that's what happened to us today. You go out there and play that way. Everybody's yeah. going to give you their best effort. And the Jets did. Yeah, and, it's uh, true. Well, maybe Aaron Rodgers did, but oh my everybody gosh. else did. By the way, lost to the Lions today. I, I kept looking up at the, the – they had the highlights from out-of-town games. The Lions this. are one of the all-time worst defenses, and they had them shut out into the third quarter. It, <laughs> I was just like, what is going on with Green yeah. Bay? I mean, everyone's saying that. Problems. The Bills' problems today, Yeah, they look, they look good. So, to the point there, they're going to get some of these guys back. Yeah. Hines is going to be more into the offense. I mean, they're going to get him there acclimated. There are obviously reasons to be optimistic oh, yeah. and, and all of those things. I'll put it this way. Josh Allen's too good, unless it's an injury. You know, he had the elbow. They were definitely looking at I saw him in his locker. It wasn't like he was sitting there. But you can tell he just – well, first of all, he's sick to his stomach of how it went. He was dejected post-game. Dejected, very dejected. And uh, like <laughs> he usually bounces back from stuff like this. I mean, he's usually yes, ready, yeah. but he's got to be healthy, holding on to the football. Maybe that was an yeah. issue. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But um, things to evaluate for sure. If Josh Allen isn't Josh Allen, it's going to be tough to do whatever. Yeah. But I think I'll say it again. I'm not really worried about him. He's in a bit of a slump. He's been making some dumb decisions. Uh, I trust that. Yeah. I trust that he'll be back. Yeah. But some of the other stuff, let's get going here. Yeah, that's very fair. But it is nice to see some of those other guys. Look. So, so was the Jets fans your field moment from this one? I would say, uh, I would say so. I did hear Vaughn Miller tell Greg Rousseau, like, 
don't think. Stop thinking. Like to be more instinctive. Uh, instinctive. Just go. Yeah. And that was just kind of like a passing. Go- that was very early. Like that was actually pregame, I think. But um, but other than that, I just I could not stop laughing at the Jets fans. And that sounds mean. It wasn't mean, but it was just like the enthusiasm that I love they. It, I mean, They've no, been so damn. No, they're, I they're honestly like, thought of, of them as like, oh, this was like the Bills a couple years ago. How a like small market team. And I will not. I will say this every time. The Jets are a regional team, yeah, meaning New York Giants are New York's team, New York City's. Yeah, I know, don't yeah. give me the New York thing, yeah. right? Yeah. The Jets are the other fan base. They're certainly the Mets to the Yankees, mm-hmm. if not even less, okay? Because baseball maybe has a little, has had a little wider reach through the years, right? Right now, the Jets are. I, they really are like a small market team. You're number two in New York City. Your fan base is that same guy that we see all the time. Yeah. And no one thinks, no one thinks about the Jets. No one. I do hate the Jet Man or whatever. Oh, oh they, Fireman Ed. All the, oh, I'm like, I'm just, it's so weird to me it's how so it's like, there's a big moment in the game. Let's go to this Let's one to fan. Yeah, I just, I think yeah, that's kind of. But. I, you know what I mean about small mar- It's like... No, I totally... I don't think of them as being a New York City... Yeah, no. They're in Jersey, and they're the other team, and they're whatever. I just will never forget the four. them putting up the four corners, or four quarters sign, like the four, and being, like, laughing so hard. It was just so funny to me. And then they went out and did it. The I know, I know, but it. at that point, they hadn't done it yet, and I was like, I what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Huge win for them. I'd say it's their biggest win, like I said, probably since Rex... When they went to the AFC champion, those kind of games. You beat the Bills, and you're six and three. Yeah, huge for them. Oh, huge for them. definitely. Uh, how was the food? So, uh, up in the press box, <laughs> uh, you know that honestly, and we stayed. It was that Fairfield Inn free breakfast, breakfast. Oh, kind of thing. Someone, okay. So, real talk, real quick. I was asking another uh, photographer. I was like, "Oh, like, what's the the pregame meal?" And they're like, "I don't know. It's that breakfast buffet." But they described it as, you know, those squishy eggs. Oh, and I yeah. was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you you know exactly where we're talking. <laughs> and then you're eating them in a buffet, so you get them. They're they're probably not going to be warm. They're just sort of <laughs> like so unless gross. you are like really in trouble here, <laughs> you just. You skip them. I actually did not have any of the food today. I had a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. And I got a Starbucks grilled cheese, which if you need to survive. (laughs) So was that Starbucks grilled cheese made in the Seattle home office in (laughs) 1997? I'm I'm not kidding you. As I I like to eat. I, I think people have probably heard this by now. But that thing was hearty. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. I need to take a break halfway through. Yeah. It was something. But it, it's but what, we, what I love, you guys need to know about Jenna. We went out to breakfast. And then she got a post-breakfast breakfast. She goes, I'm going to stop in Starbucks. I figure she's just getting a coffee. Oh, no. She comes out well, with the cheese sandwich. <laughs> she's like, I okay, need some carbs. It's a grilled cheese, <laughs> first of all. Yeah. Don't call it a cheese sandwich. That makes me sound psychotic. It was a grilled cheese, but I knew the food was going to be bad. When I was a kid, my mom used to make cheese, just regular, like, sliced cheese, 
and tomatoes. That on okay, white wait. bread. Do you know the weirdest sandwich that my family makes? What's that? Mayo. This is I oh, can't. No. Mayo, tomato, peanut butter. Oh, okay. So because you mayo, tomato, and seriously, sliced oil. Whatever those things they say are cheese. They're not really cheese. <laughs> whatever that is, the the little you know with the yeah. wrapper around it. Yeah. On white bread. Was that on white bread, of course? Yeah. Yeah. You don't think it it's weird to put tomato, mayo, and pe- peanut butter? Okay. By the way, I'm going to call out. You didn't really out. react. I'm so. also going to call out Thad Brown, who reports <laughs> on the team, because he was talking on the radio the other day, and I should have said something to him today. <laughs> him talking about having, I believe he said salami with barbecue sauce on it. I hate that. That is a violation. I Dad. don't. Violation. I don't I'm going to tell him. That. When I see him, I'm going to tell him we called him out on the podcast. Not a big barbecue, barbecue sauce. Pot, I mean, yeah, Anyhow. I don't know. No, uh, I don't like then that. Then at lunch, did you have anything in the break? Did no, you, oh, you I did You never went back in that room. No. I don't know if they had anything. So upstairs, I had that grilled cheese saved me. <laughs> quickly gone to see a friend of mine who was at the game. So I came back and they had had food, and it was the it was basically like some sort of boneless chicken. And they said it was like, oh, these are the spicy ones. The lady says to this other person oh. in front of me. And it's and not they were spicy. So bland. Yeah. I think they they That's like so calling them like yeah. buffalo, whatever. They were just, they were just a darker color. They were really not good. And I heard the fries were really cold. They were cold. They were the, they made those what do they call them crinkle fries. Oh yeah, crinkle yeah, cut. Kind of like the Shake cold. Shack. Not good. Yeah. That's Jets, step up. Step it that up. That makes me sad. You uh, can't be in the metro area yeah, and I mean, have come on. crappy food. Yeah. Come on so, now. I'm trying to think where, you know. I heard the press box was very cold. Yeah, it was normal. It was normal? Okay. Because yeah. the field, honestly, it was incredible. I will say this. The staff at MedLife, MedLife everybody I dealt with. Awesome. Jet, great. Great. Very Fan- friendly. Fantastic. It's typical Jersey. Everybody's friendly in Jersey. <laughs> Well, no, they really were great, though. They were though. very friendly. I can't very tell nice. you guys, I can't tell everyone out there how many times Mike and I will go to a stadium and we'll be like talking to someone that works there. Do you know where this is? And they're like, no idea. They look at you like they've never been in the stadium when they are standing in the stadium. And a lot of times we're looking for the post-game visitors media room. So people understand there is a there is room set up for the visiting team. So it's usually near the locker room. Correct. And there will be a room where we set up when Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, everybody comes in. Sometimes we go to places you can't get in there till halftime because they're using the room for something else. You'd think these big NFL stadiums have all this space. They, they are so poorly put together. Put, it's crazy. But, but this is a room that every group of visiting media every week uses. And yeah. they still act like they don't know. The they don't know most By the of the way, time. T- full disclosure, uh, last time we were there, you and I went to the wrong visiting media <gasps> room. It I was f- like the Giants <laughs> we went visiting to the media Giants room. Like they had a separate. They don't. By the way, they don't need a separate one. You don't no. need two of them. Yeah. But it had like the Giants back, and we should have realized that was we, the wrong. Thing. I forgot we did um, that. But that, and then and then there's the locker room, which we went in the locker room. Yeah. And then there's a media work room, which is shared by all, all, all the media yeah. people. And there's just decent size. Like it's yeah, it's fine. actually good yeah. size. It's just so loud. So it was good. But the people were nice. All the people working there, at least anybody we dealt with. Yeah. Shout out to the, I'm sure they're all listening. Yeah. Uh, the MetLife <laughs> Stadium people. So they were good. Yeah. Food, F. Yeah, really Staff, low. A. Staff, A. Yeah. So. That was, yeah. I, yeah. Overall, good weather. Uh, Lousy game. Yeah. I'm I said at sad. one point, 
that Skycam got tired of watching that game <laughs> and just that quit. Was, we were all in the field, and they didn't announce it to us yeah. yet. So everyone was like, what is going on? They've played the Law & Order theme song, which was so funny. Yeah. They've, they've, I'm like, they didn't address it, and then finally you heard everyone in the crowd be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was it certainly took a something. While, that was a weird. And game. by the way, then the Bills got a turnover right after that, and then they gave the ball away. Yeah, right after that, that was yeah, that was at sequence essentially. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up here. Yeah. Um, please be sure to subscribe, download, download, rate the podcast. We always appreciate and it. Leave comments. We want to hear. Them. We want yeah. to hear what you think. Absolutely. Um, for Mike, I'm Jenna. Thank you so much for listening. And always, as a reminder. Please be sure to also check us out on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. We do a lot of unique content on that channel. We have a lot of fun there, and uh, we're always we are always posting new stuff. So this upcoming week, the Bills will be getting ready to take on the Minnesota Vikings at home as Buffalo looks to get right against a really good team. Um, but we'll have plenty more coverage coming up here on the podcast as well as on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. All right, we will see you next time. Thank you all so much for listening here on Buffalo Plus.